this morning, a bit of a cold snap come through. I think it's down to about 11 degrees Celsius today, so a little bit chilly for me. Um, yeah, I've still got shorts on, but <laughs> got the, the new hoodies that you can get on the merch store, link below uh, if you haven't got one, and it's starting to get a bit cold where you are in Australia or you're looking to get the summer over in the States. Um, should you don't get yourself a nice t shirt, which we normally wear, the white one. That's, that's pretty cool. There's some other funky stuff in there. Hook us up, that will help me out and bring you more and more of this as we go. Um, good news I got the photos finished last night for the new video. Uh, yeah. That's looking pretty good. I've uh, got it all set up in Premiere Pro now. It's going to go through and get all that done. So that's looking pretty good. It's progressing pretty well. So very happy with that. Sure, some of you uh, eagerly anticipating the next day seven, it will be of the South Coast adventure, but that should be coming soon. So, fingers crossed, I'll let you know how I'll get some more stuff done tonight. Um, hopefully, by tomorrow, we should be just about ready to lock and load it and uh, get it uploaded for you. So, uh, news wise, a fair bit happening uh, today. Uh, some good news in regards to COVID. Um, Unexpected, but pretty cool. Joe Biden, the US president, uh, has come out and said that, that the American government is uh, going to look into, well, basically taking the, putting a patent waiver on the vaccine for COVID-19. So basically um, removing companies' abilities to uh, lock in their patent, make it basically free for everyone to make and use, which I think is fantastic. Look, I'm all, I understand what it costs for businesses to produce something. Uh, when I did my fishing tackle box, the patent system is a nightmare. I understand how a pain it is. The big companies definitely have a strong stranglehold over everyone's ideas because but you realistically, unless you have hundreds of thousands of dollars for a patent, it's just about impossible to keep it going and that as you're developing the product without telling anyone. So it's a very expensive process. Now it's good that this, this should mean, A, the cost of the vaccine should go down because obviously people don't have to pay licensing fees to use the patent to make the vaccine, so that's fantastic. And also it allows other companies to come in and make the ones that are working the best. So that's fantastic for people's health and well-being, and to try and nail this thing on its head. So uh, I think that's fantastic. Great US, obviously, a lot of companies, Air Pfizer and stuff like that, that have got these vaccines out. Uh, not sure how they're going to appreciate it, but uh, I think they're going to make money out of it anyway. So seriously, I think if they Think it's a great idea and good on him for doing that that's pretty darn cool now um canon uh over at canon we'll go through some little stuff first and get some bigger items canon rumors uh apparently by end of this year we'll have two rf tilt shift lenses coming out obviously the l series lenses tilt shifts are pretty darn expensive lenses but they can be when used they can be pretty darn spectacular uh, for landscape stuff, doing multiple stacked images and then doing your panoramas and stuff like that. Uh, it gives you a whole different sort of 
aspect. Now there's going to be a 14mm f4 and a 24mm 3.5L, so they're not really good for low light, but uh, great for doing like indoors architecture and stuff like that. They should be pretty cool. Now it's also the rumours also where he got his rumour from was basically saying that also they should be released around the same time a high megapixel R body is going to be released. Now we know about the R3, we've heard about the R1, we don't think that's possibly going to be a high megapixel, but we're thinking this is going to be like a, a 5S, an R5S, that one that we, from the 1DS range, so we had the 1D and then the 1DS, which I had a Mark II, which was fantastic. Um, so yeah, 5RS, so we're talking 1500 megapixels ridiculousness. Uh, that should be early 22. So we'll get these lenses late 21, and then they will sort of be part of the same uh, announcement as this new body that should be getting sold in 2022, probably released when these got. They'll release the lenses out and sell them, and then they'll announce that body at the same time. That's the current rumor. So look, that sounds pretty cool. Um, I'm sure for landscapers, High megapixel uh, 5R would be pretty amazing. That ES3 looks pretty amazing, and I can't wait to hear what they do with the R1, whatever that's going to be. So, there's so much happening in Canon, it's pretty much a uh, bonanza of uh, options if you can afford it. It's none of it's cheap, that's the only problem I have with it. None of it's very affordable, it's all in the five, ten grand sort of range. So, that's the, the issue. Just need to save her pennies or should have bought bitcoin when i had a chance or this new dogecoin that's insane like cryptos wow anyway another maybe one time i'll, I'll guess right <laughs> um now apple air tags uh, there's videos already out with ways you can drill through the plastic on there's three spots on the apple air tags people are drilling through them so they don't have to pay 50 to 400 dollars for a, a carrier for their tags, um, pretty wild. Obviously Apple would be real happy about it, but a 30 bucks too really gives you, you're gonna throw it in the bin anyway once the battery is flat. Um, but yeah, look, they're gonna be cheap Alibaba, AliExpress models coming out for two bucks a dollar. I'm sure you'll get plastic rubber, whatever's. They probably don't need to go to these lengths, but interesting to see people already drilling through them to find ways to bypass the Hermes and the $80 tag holders that Apple sells, which is pretty crazy anyway, so they really need to get a, like a cheap range. Apple needs a cheap brand, I don't know what you'd call it. Um, maybe Mandarin or something, all the cheap accessories or Apple stuff. I'm sure they could fling another company off the side or something. But yeah, yeah pretty much there. There's, as I said, there's three spots you can actually do it without hurting anything. Um, and it's in that plastic surround of the tag. So yeah, pretty darn cool. Uh, obviously, uh, Apple has said Apple wouldn't be super hyped about that, but uh, people are gonna do, always gonna find ways around it. You put a rule up, uh, someone will find a way to get around that rule, those, that's human nature. Now, uh, bigger news on the electric car front, Mazda's announced its first all-electric car in Australia on sale, the MX-30. Uh, electric SUV. It's on sale now, you can pre-order it now. Look, um, I had a quick look at it. It only comes in the Astina level class. So Astina is like their premium, I guess like a luxury, like an L series lens, so a luxury 
lens. Um, it's pretty interesting with the way they've gone it now. Because it only comes in one option, you think, and it's on top of the range, you'd think it would be pretty cool and have some great specs. Um, no. Okay. It's 71 grand. Basically, if you if you don't if you don't want a white one, it's going to cost you seventy one thousand dollars, which is just in, incredibly insane for a Mazda, way overpriced. Uh, range only two hundred k's. That's not even yeah. That's not that's not real good. Um, I'm regularly doing two fifty to three hundred k's going to Brisbane at the moment and back and forth to the Sunshine Coast. There's no way you can do that because, yeah, it's, I thought that was pretty weird. Why would you release a car with just crappy range? You need at least 400Ks. Um, there's a Hyundai that's 200Ks, and I, we met a couple of people in the South Coast trip that had one, and they paid 60 grand for a Poxo Hyundai, which I thought was insanity, uh, and only had 200Ks range, and they but really had to sit down and measure distances go through Google Maps to get distances to work out where they could go. It was a nightmare for them. They liked it because they were, I guess, into the whole experience and they didn't really care, but they had to really sit down and plan their whole trip. It was not an easy, just let's just drive there. You can't do that. Um, especially in Australia, charges are pretty crap. Uh, the charging system is nowhere near close to what it needs to be. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Only 107 kilowatts, so it's not a, no, it's not going to be any thunderbolt off the line either. Pretty average there. They're only selling 100. Uh, there's one already sold, sold before the pre-order. I don't know how you buy it before the pre-order goes online, but it's someone that somehow swung it. I guess I'm one of the first. It's only got a 35 kilowatt battery. Obviously, that's the range is an issue. Um, now, look, if you're charging it from normal socket at home or normal uh, GPO at home, 20 to 80% in nine hours. Again, that's a hell of a lot of time to sit on the charger at home. Um, yeah, not a bit weird that. Uh, three hours, if you're on, you buy the wall box from Mazda, you buy a wall box, get that installed. That's got a bit more grunt in it. That'll give you three hours to get that charged up. So that's probably realistically you're gonna need to do that. So add that onto your 71,000, whatever the wall box is. They don't give you that as an option or accessory when you buy the car, which is stupid. Uh, electric cars, and especially houses, I think houses now, if they're getting new builds, they need to have options for car chargers, electric car chargers in the shed. It's a great sale uh, add-on. It's an environmentally friendly sort of thing. You get solar now, you need batteries, and then if you get this car charger that hooks to that, basically you get free power, free car, free fuel. So I think houses need to do it, but also car manufacturers, if you sell electric cars, you need to sell the charges for the house as an optional accessory. So you can buy it once and then get it fitted at your house by a Sparky. So definitely warranted. If you do find a 50 kilowatt DC charger, uh, it will do it pretty quick in 36 minutes. So again, you've got to drive to one of those and find one of those. In Australia, they're pretty sparse, I guess you could say. So a little bit tricky in that respect. The interior is apparently high spec. Uh, that's the Stina model level, but it's got fake leather. It's got heated seats, whoop-de-doo, um, and a sunroof and some fancy materials and two-tone look. Now you can only buy one spec 
<laughs> so you don't even have a choice of colours on the interior, which is ridiculous for a car. The uh, only choice you have the whole buy, and I went through and built it, is the paint job, which costs you another 1600 bucks. So yeah, other than that, you have no wheel size choices, no rim size, no rim choices, no interior colour choices. Uh, yeah, pretty darn average. Uh, five year warranty, which is well below standard for now. The, I think their new uh, Mitsubishi's are 10 year warranties. Uh, and this is only a five year warranty for an electric car, which basically doesn't need any servicing anyway. They will sell you a service package, I don't know what they're gonna service, um, but that's five years is 1,270 bucks. So that's not a bad price, but considering you don't really have to do anything, there's no grease nipples anymore, there's no, there's no fan belts, there's no nothing. Uh, what are you paying 1,200 bucks for? And that's for one service every 12 months, so five years, so I guess that's around about there. Uh, 200 to $250 every time you go in for them, I guess, to give it a clean. Uh, and only four-wheel drive. It's an SUV with only four-wheel drive, so not going to be much good if you do go on like that. A, a dirt road that's got mud or some whatever, and you get, you're going to get bogged as well. So, look, overall, great to see and bring electric cars in, but this is well subpar of anything. And at 71,000, uh, Mazda, you've definitely missed the mark. Uh, this is, no, I can't see... I can't see people buying 100 cars. If you do, you really must have to be a Mazda fan or not real bright, I think. That's a no, it's a value proposition. There is zero value in that proposition for $71,000. That's insane, that is. You could buy uh, like an M2 BMW for that. Why would you buy this? It's just a no-brainer, just way overpriced. This should be a thirty to $40,000 car maximum for what the features you're getting. And it's not even real leather. Like You can't say it's a premium car if it's got plastic fox leather. Like, wow, oh my God. Anyway, that's that. So, a bit disappointing there. Good to see car, electric cars. We get more and more. But they've got to be decent. No one's going to pay good money. We've got to work our asses off. I was going to pay good money for crap cars, and that's a crap car. I'm sorry, I would not pay for that. That's a Hyundai spec car, that is. Um, Abu Garcia, uh, great reels. Oh, it started off with a C4 when I first started on Braid. Uh, always good reels. Obviously, I love my Shimano and my Daiwa. It's a bit of a mix up between those, but I definitely probably prefer my Shimano and my Calcutta. But entry level, uh, Abu Garcia, mate, bulletproof, strong reels, definitely no issues there. They've got a new series out, the Max series. There's three different reels. I looked at the Pro one, which is the upper echelon, obviously. Go to the best and see what they are. Now, this is the Pro one, and it's only $85 US. That's only about 110 bucks Australian. That's ridiculous. Now, this is a, this is a value proposition. Mazda, have a listen to this. For $100 Australian, which is probably $600 cheaper than a Shimano Calcutta, uh, this is what you get. You get a 90mm handlebar with oversized knobs, soft touch, uh, eight bearings, seven plus one roller, seven kilos or 15 pounds of drag, which is plenty, uh, 
30 pounds of braid, you can get 122 meters on, which is just awesome. So a big, big spool. Seven to one gear ratio, uh, that's super fast. 28 inches or 71 centimeters per wine. That's a massive, that's a huge, huge amount of line to pull in. Um, said 85 bucks, it's got Dura gear, brass gears, whole frame and side panels, graphite, so super light, 7.4 ounces, uh, great little series. If you're a young lad or daughters get into fishing, they want something that's got, that's not just a cheap old plastic Kmart jobby. Uh, Abu Garcia can definitely recommend them, great way to get in. This series for that price is pretty darn special. Um, you're getting a lot of reel for a little, little money. That's a lot of tech, uh, they've always got a good good name. This is the pro one, like the other ones are gonna be cheaper, so like, that's insane. So look, that is a great value proposition. Uh, go check them out if you're looking for a reel, if you're just starting out fishing, you want something that's not crap, but like half decent, but you don't wanna spend the earth and come into the, in with the, like the pro versions. Um, look, this is a, probably got pro specs, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be definitely a really good reel, so go check out the new Pro Mac or that new Max range from Abu Garcia. Uh, well worth the buy. And that's about it. Um, yeah, I've got to do a bit of cleaning up here today, and I will see you all again tomorrow. Hopefully, we may have a video. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Radio, go check out the match. Link below. Hook us up. Help us out. Support the channel. See you all again tomorrow for Friday, end of the week. But anyway, we're going this way, that way. I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.